Hello, my name is Imani Sharp and this is The Art of Thinking Pink. It's been a minute, how are you? So, when I was in elementary school, they had us write those letters to our future selves. Have you ever done one of those? And the teacher is supposed to mail them to you or give them to you before you leave elementary school? I've always loved those types of assignments, but they did tend to make me a bit nervous and anxious because I was always concerned that my future self would be disappointed in my younger self if I didn't, you know, measure up to who I always dreamed I'd end up becoming. So today I'm sharing with you a Dear Past Self letter that I wrote to myself and it reads, Dear old Imani, where do I begin? We haven't done one of these letters in forever. Last time we wrote one of these, we had to be no more than eight years old. I can't believe I'm writing this letter to you. I know we used to hate these types of letters because we were concerned about aiming to lie and disappointing both our future and past selves if we hadn't reached those goals that we had set for ourselves way back when. One thing for sure is that time has definitely gone by. So many things have changed. Our body has changed, our voice has changed, and our relationships with certain people has definitely changed. I feel like it would be a lot easier just to tell you all the things that you have not yet achieved so that you can focus on what we have actually done. So, first things first, we did not end up becoming the next Beyonce. Disney has not yet discovered us and still has not turned our life into the Disney princess movie. And we did not end up with any type of magical or supernatural powers. Although all of those things would have been amazing, they have not yet come to pass. I know we had dreams that only seem normal for a little girl to have, like having our parents get back together from the movie Parent Trap that we loved growing up, or how we always imagined that we'd be those popular kids in high school, or that we would end up famous somehow, some way, by wishing on stars and blowing on dandelions. But things did not entirely go our way. While we are still holding out for fame and fortune, because let's face it, the world deserves to hear and see us, we realized that some things are better off how they played out. On the bright side, things did not change for the most part. One thing that has remained the same was our never-ending love for Disney, our nurturing spirit, our sweet personality, and our ability to forgive and understand people and situations. And we are still very much spoiled to this day. Although we never met our goal of being, you know, the tallest sister or the first one to even drive, like we always imagined, life has been pretty good for us. Even though we prayed as hard as we possibly could and as much as we wanted for mommy and daddy to get back together, it didn't happen. 
And as much as we, you know, we swore up and down and we said we'd never love another man that wasn't daddy, we fell head over heels in love with mommy's new husband. His name is Will and he's absolutely adorable. And he is so kind and he makes us all very happy. I won't lie, we still pushed for mom and dad to reconnect up until the time we were maybe 15. And then that's when Will came into our lives, and it's been up ever since. We also never became those popular kids in all the movies and TV shows we watch. You know the ones where they were um, <laughs> known by everybody? Literally everyone knew who they were. We sort of had that life for maybe one year in high school and quickly realized just how draining people can be. However, that doesn't mean we went through life friendless. Remember that prayer you and mom made in the third grade when we were praying and asking God to send us a friend? You know, somebody who would be just as much of a friend to us as we were going to be to them? Well, we got just what we prayed that, just what we prayed for. And plus, four more forever friends. Your best friend's name is Taryn, and she is the most country-sounding and most hilarious person you will ever meet. And she's just like you, but just a little less touchy-feely. I won't lie, you spend about three years rocking solo until about sixth grade, when you all really make a connection. But I swear it's worth it. Sixth grade is also where you meet your second forever friend. Her name is Jasmine, and she's just as amazing. You three will probably end up being friends for the rest of your life. They are there with you through thick and thin and literally all the extra mess you bring them into. You won't believe all the things you end up doing, both good and bad, between the ages of 8 and 20. The good mostly outweighs the bad, but you kind of turn into a badass, to be honest, at 20, which is really exciting because you're really living your best life. You're open and you're honest and you're true to yourself. You've never been like other kids your age, and I'm the chair an adult. You still aren't like most adults your age. You always saw things full circle, so that prevented you from doing things that most people would have considered normal teenage behavior. You didn't party, you didn't drink, you weren't a smoker, and you weren't out here just having sex. You stayed in the, you stayed out of things that weren't really beneficial to you or your growth as a person. You remained focused throughout high school, you went to class, you did the work, you put in the time, and you graduated 12th grade as an honor student. Not that we expect anything less. As if that weren't enough, you had been holding down two jobs for your entire senior year so that you could help pay for all the expenses that come with being a senior. Like buying senior swag, paying for a yearbook, and most importantly, if not the most important, prom. So you walked across that stage after so much going back and forth with your with mom and dad and the, you know school counselors, you settled on a major, you knew your career path, and you knew what school you were going to, and you soared. Not even soared, you flourished. I know we always knew we would graduate high school and we always had intentions on going to college, 
but I don't think we are aware of, you know, our power and just how strong and amazing we actually are. I remember us getting our recommendation letters from our eighth grade teachers telling us where they thought would be best for us to be for classes. And I remember us opening our packet and thinking we got the wrong one because the recommendation placements were so much more advanced than we thought we were capable of. We checked the name on both the outside and the inside of the folder probably three times just in case there was an error. I think that's when our boost of confidence for school really came in once we read all of the super nice things that the teachers had to say about us. We were so surprised and honored that they said all of those nice things and that they thought, you know, we could handle those types of classes. That we literally found each and every one of them, hugged them, and thanked them. I don't think any of them knew just how much that meant, all of the nice things they had to say for our recommendations. Because although we knew that we were smart, I don't think we knew just how smart other people thought we were. That's one thing that definitely hasn't changed about us. We don't give ourselves enough credit and we continue to put so much pressure on ourselves and we don't know why. I think that's why we used to hate these Dear Future Self letters because we knew we would kick ourselves if we weren't where we planned on being or farther ahead of that. Though we're only 20 at the moment, I don't think you would be disappointed in your life at all. Your life is literally just like a TV show, like we always wanted it to be. If I had to say what it would be, it is if Disney and BET had a crossover. <laughs> you are going to face challenges. Some are small and irritating, like FAFSA, and others are huge and traumatizing. But the good thing is that you're a conqueror and you overcame it all. Just like the champ, I know that we weren't always destined to be. You break cycles, you raise bars, and you do it all with a ginormous smile on your face. I won't lie. There are days when rolling over and giving up seems like the best option and the only option, but we weren't raised like that and we aren't those types of people. I think when I first came up with the idea to write you this letter, I was scared because I wasn't sure if I measured up to the high standards we had set from years ago. And come to find out, I didn't just meet them, I exceeded them. I am everything we ever hoped to be and good things are still coming to pass. I can't wait to see what our future holds and who we end up becoming in five years or even a week from now. Like I said, a lot has changed and we have definitely matured in the past 12 years. Another milestone that has happened is that once you turn 16, you forgive the woman you thought was unforgivable. You don't just forgive her, you actually love her and you have love for her and the rest of her family. I know we had a period where we thought we wanted nothing to do with her, but she most definitely plays a crucial part in our character development. I know we made a deal to each other to never forgive, never speak of, or even see her, but I guarantee you that you are not able to be who you end up becoming without her. It's crazy to think that the people who you swore were against you end up being for you and the people who you assumed would be for you end up against you.
you learn to spot the differences as you get older and that's for everyone friends and family included i can't tell you how happy i am that we were raised the way we were and how happy i am that we live a life of peace and how happy it makes me that despite the load of crap we end up experiencing we remain pink through it all of it through it all you did a great job then and you grow up to do an amazing job in the future sincerely 2021 imani p.s you do have superpowers you have pink abilities but only certain people are able to see them so why did i write this letter what was the point how does this relate back to positive thinking and everything else Well, I know for one thing that I don't always give myself enough credit for the accomplishments that I do. And that is why I enjoyed writing this letter that I wrote. I got to thank my past self for the way I used to be and to thank you for remaining the same in some areas, like keeping you know, my childhood, my childhood innocence and wonder and love for everything. But I also got to say thank you for allowing yourself to change and grow in other areas, like forgiving people that I didn't think I was going to be able to forgive for standing up for myself when... I didn't feel like I had enough strength or power to do so. I feel like we are always so focused on the future and we're gonna our next move is that we don't take the time to pat ourselves on the back and say, wow, look how far I came from where I was. I think that a dear past self letter is important to write every three months or, or once a year because you're not going to be the same person that you were three months ago or even a year ago. Your mind changes, your opinions change. Everything changes when you get older. So when you get a chance, write yourself a dear former self letter saying thank you. Tell yourself how much you've changed, how you conquered the things you didn't think you were going to be able to how your previous mistakes and bad decisions altered your life, good or bad, and how you grew from them. Again, my name is Imani Sharp, and this has been The Art of Thinking Pink.